Hey everybody, what's up? It's episode number 18. It's Messy Mondays. Good morning, everybody. Hey, it's your girl Show Me. It's your girl Marley Mar. Is it episode 18 or are we on 17? Episode 18. Can you believe it? That's one eight. We're almost at 20 and like we popping. No, we're an adult. We're officially an adult if we're at 18. Oh, we're legal. Oh my god, we can vote. Eight. Yes. <laughs> we can vote and we can go die for our country. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, but aside from that, guys, we want to say thank you so much for everybody who tuned into episode number 17. It's so appreciated. Thank you so much for the love, for the shares, for the posts, and for the retweets. I know that episode 17 was kind of crazy. Super messy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Took us back I've to our original heard no roots. Shit like that. Our roots exactly. of the show of messiness and a lot to take in. It was a lot to take in. And apparently people have a very interesting dynamics when they're married. And Scarlett, thank you for being a brave soldier and sharing that story. Because that shit was a very crazy. And the fact that your husband was cooking arroz con fucking habichuelas y guamulas and shit <laughs> for the next nigga. That shit was fucking shocking as fuck. So we, wa- we really appreciate you all the way from Fort Worth, Texas. Yes. Telling us all that information. That shit much was appreciated. Thank you so much. Very appreciated. So for those of you who haven't listened, rewind, go back to episode number 17. But with that being and said we also want to make sure to tell you guys to follow us at messy mondays podcast instagram because that's how you're going to get our up-to-date news everything that's coming up and everything about our very next episode for sure and don't forget to follow us on twitter as well at messy mondays pod and then also email us at any time at messy mondays pod at gmail.com that's what's up and today is a very special episode marley you know i always say that but today's more special than ever (laughs) why Tell us. Why is it more special? Share. Because I'm in New York City, guys. Oh, my God. I am not in Miami. I am in New York City. I'm in my hometown. This is where I'm from. For those of you who don't know that, I'm from the Bronx. And I'm in the Bronx right now recording. How dope is that? That's awesome. See, we're still worldwide. We're still worldwide. Nationwide across. It's fully one side to the other. State to state, coast to coast. (laughs) There you go. So right now, since I'm here and I was here for those of you who follow me on social media, you guys know that it was my grandmother's 86th birthday. Thank you for everybody who showed up and showed love. It was so amazing. My grandmother's super dope. And as you can see, she still dances and gets down. Shout out to my (laughs) abuela. You know how it is. Now, out here in the Bronx, I'm actually very honored to say that I have some gentlemen that are joining the pod today. And these gentlemen are actually people that I know personally. These are friends of mine that I've known since I was 17 years old. You don't know how old I am right now. We're going to keep that to myself because that's none of your business. (laughs) But just know I'm not 17. So um, I've known them for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of history. There's a lot of jokes. There's a lot of inside stories that we all know. But today is a fresh start. And we're going to hear some fresh perspectives. And we're going to start off actually talking about Scarlett's story. (laughs) <laughs> then we're going to introduce who we're talking to. So, <laughs> all right. So for those of you who are just tuning in, we have three guests today, and that is Femi, Archie, and Chris. And these are my friends from college, and we met at Cortland. So shout out to all the alumni from Cortland, SUNY Cortland. There you Where go. Where is that? <laughs> Where is that college? Is that in the box? New York. No, no. Oh, wow. Yes, it is. It's actually very close to Syracuse. For those of you who know, Syracuse is a little bit more of a popular area in upstate New York. 
Um, it's about an hour commute from there. Um, that was the best way I can explain it to you geographically, but it is a small town. That does make more sense, by the way, when you point you out. <laughs> yeah, when, when you, you point tell that me out. that it's near Syracuse, I'd be right? Like, oh, where, okay. there, where there's an airport, then we can, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> now we know where that shit is at, right? So, um, yes, I want to hear what you guys think about Scarlett and her situation with her ex-husband and her consent to cheat. Um, what was that like <laughs> for you? Because it blew my mind. Ah, <sighs> um. Scarlet, can I curse on the show? Yeah, of course. Scarlet is that nigga. <laughs> She's that nigga. For Scarlet to be out here having her legal husband right. preparing the dopest meal ever for the side piece is crazy. Um, There's parts of that story that don't make sense to me. Right. Um, I wish I knew Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, something. Uh, that's crazy. So is that's it crazy? Is it what makes it crazy that there was another that her husband knew that there was another man, or that she was more bold about just having this additional happening? Um, for me, I think that her husband was so accepting of this other individual. Um. You know, it's not typical for men to be comfortable sharing. I mean, men are very territorial. Um, we um, we we live off our pride. Um, so to be able to say, I'm gonna share my wife with another man, and be comfortable laying in the bed with my wife again after that, that's that's a little strange to me. I think that men are even like that with their girlfriends sometimes. I don't think it's, it has Wives, to be even a wife. I like mean, right. So the same. With territorial. Um, right. But I think, don't you think that if he's not territorial, maybe because either his interest wasn't in that property? Like, why would a person allow some shit like that? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I agree with you. Like, I feel like what there's something missing here. This shit don't make no sense. This is crazy. That sounds like a person that doesn't want to be left alone. I said he was depressed. Oh. You see? No, but you see I, what like, I'm saying? I like that that he doesn't want to be left alone. So he's just complicit to it and and just continuing on. Like, like they'd rather take anything is. than be alone. I like that thought of it because it's the fact that you're serving another man food <laughs> that yeah, you right. know your wife just came back from where wherever. And he, she was probably sucking this man's dick and you over here serving him food, guys. Wow. That's wild. <laughs> when you put it in that That's, perspective, yes. Well, yeah. I want to. I want to chime in. Huh? Uh, this is Femi. Um, <laughs> definitely, I feel the same way Chris feels. Um, there's no way we're gonna share an individual that um, I expressed vows to, I married to, and I, I probably have kids with. Okay, there's right. no way I'm definitely gonna share this individual with another human being and give her rights and say, you know what, I'm open to you doing X and Y with another male. Okay, okay. But, but what if there's an agreement that this is an open relationship? Yeah, because that that we have a lot of that now. It seems to be something that is quite popular. Right? It's, it's it's a little excessive, but yes, it's very common now. There's there's different dynamics for relationships to work. Why do people agree to open relationships? I think when you've been a, a, together with somebody, this is Archie, by the way. When you've been together with someone for a very long time. Uh, the, the relationships evolve, right? So as the relationship is evolving, one of the things that you find is that people find ways to maintain the relationship even if they gotta change the boundaries of the limits of the relationship. I think that's what happens. And my opinion is that Scarlett's suicidal. 
Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, she yeah, she was suicidal because if, if she brought a <laughs> man if that was my girl and she brought a man to my house, that's the last day she wanted to live. It's obvious to me. Because before I chopped up the onions, I would have chopped them up. And still chopped the onions. Right. But another thing is that I think I also Dinner. think she was a coward. I think she wanted to leave that man for a while because she experienced a new life. There we go. Right. Yes, and yes. then yep. what she did was that she forced she created a situation so the guy leaves left her. But he didn't leave her. She but had to leave him. To Dinky, the guy said, No, and I'm gonna feed you guys because <laughs> this is the level of, of, of dysfunction that is going on here. That's what I think. I think she was suicidal. But that's, that's exactly why. So <laughs> Archie's pretty much saying yeah. there was there was some sort of mental health issue. She was doing like a self sabotage. Yeah, self sabotage. Oh, okay. On both parts. Mental yes. health issue on both parts. Saying, <laughs> yes. okay, she wasn't well, he wasn't well, so right. we weren't well together. These are and two think, unhealthy people. But yeah. think about the guy that showed up and got fed. How big is Dick feel when he sat there? <laughs> <laughs> like, and now your man is serving me food and I'm about to ask him for twenty dollars for gas. Yo, so how how do you not brag about that? You feel me? Like that's some shit you tell your boy. Like, yo, this nigga cooked for me, son. Like that's I'm not really, crazy. I don't want that karma coming back. Yeah. I don't want that type of karma. I wouldn't want that. That's karma. Yeah. But if it's there, I mean I'll sit him down and I will say something like I gotta tell you something. The reason why I came here today is because we need you to leave. Pack <laughs> <laughs> your bags and go. This is my this is my home now. That's my woman now. This is my shit. This is my shit. It's a new captain here. It's a new captain. <laughs> well, pretty much. If we're gonna go back to your theory of territorial shit, that is some real primitive shit. Like now Absolutely. I'm taking over. This is I've con I've conquered this here. I see what you're saying. You're saying that she did this purposefully so that he can file for divorce or go away. But in actuality, he ended up staying and being okay with it because he doesn't actually want to separate. He doesn't want to maybe lose his right. family. Right. If, if, if Scarlett would have said that the guy opened the dude's mail just to see what the bills were looking for, <laughs> I would have told you basically they, they went there to pack his dance. You know He's like, like, babe, I don't like this. Let's yeah. move this. Take you, lay, you lay on this bill, dog. It's due December 1st. But doesn't it say yeah. something about that man, about the husband, when he paid for the ticket for his wife Absolutely. to fly to go see the other man what does that at say? This, Marley, at this point, he, he wanted his wife, quote-unquote wife, he wanted her to be happy at no cost. He felt right. that, okay, you know what? I already lost this battle of marriage. Okay, uh, yeah, I can't make this young lady or this female happy. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make her happy at any cost. Yeah, yes, we don't have divorce. No, uh, no, um, there's nothing in a way from us, like, actually saying, you know what? Um, let's cut our ties. But, yeah, you know what? I still want her to be happy. Right, have, which is crazy. That is crazy. He thought he was being the hero, people. You he, think so? He was not being the hero. He's the character that dies at the beginning of the story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's the weakest link. The weakest link always... But that tells me that it's an agreement, right? There was some sort of agreement because if he bought the flight knowing that she was going to go see the dude... Right. But now yeah. the thing is that he's now to his family, he's making it seem as if that wasn't the case. Because oh, I guess on. he was embarrassed to show face that he was okay oh, with the fight. As he should. As he should be. Yeah, that's true. After you reflect on your actions, after you feel as though, okay, these were wrong, yeah, you're going to say, okay, you know what? I'm in the wrong here. I should have walked away from this. Right. right. I look silly at the end of the day. Right. And that's a really good point that you just made that he was doing anything he could to satisfy her because he knew he was not satisfying Bingo. her. Bingo. That's crazy. Yeah. When you get to that point, 
once you get to that point, this should be a, a, a discussion, some sort of Absolutely. dialogue between Absolutely. you and your significant and other and say, you know what? This isn't working. This isn't healthy for the both of us. Right. But, and then, I don't know, he also had a problem with premature ejaculation. So I'm sure as a man, he felt bad. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not laughing at him. In all sincerity, there's things like this going on, and people just don't know about it. Yeah. Um, Three's Company, I mean, <laughs> like, this is real. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think what's so strange about the story, and... I mean, I don't want to discredit. I don't want to discredit, you know, but I'm a man and men do this all the time. Men do this all the time. Cook for niggas? No. No. (laughs) Men men have the chick on the side and they have the wife and the wife is okay with it. No, but what... It's like an unspoken understanding. Right. But it's still an understanding. Yeah. And nobody leaves. But the shocking part about the story... And that's been happening since day one. Right. What's shocking about the story is the fact that you have the two different worlds. Like, we know this story, this theme, time and time again on this story. Like, oh, you have your side chick and you don't really intertwine this with things but this man walked in this man's house and was fed food he, this man can no longer make that food because every time he he makes that same meal <laughs> now he's thinking about the fact that he fed Jose this man, oh, his name was man. Manuel and this Puerto Rican man or Dominican or whatever second. he was has and never the, ate rice again and the dude came from the yard who paid for that flight no 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 he, she, he paid for her to go to the yard yeah Oh, this is a, the other dude. It was two. It was two and two different. No, no, this, this guy. Well, he wasn't in this relationship anymore. That's what I said, yeah, and we we even said like you know maybe she he had his own yeah. chick. And these aren't men that she found like out in the street. Like she knew. Like she found these people online. She's engaging and having right. like a communication. She's actively seeking yes. with these yeah. men online. Right, Marty, but that's not that's not rare. There's apps here now that people are using in New York City that it is just to meet and hook up. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, what so. is, is it called? Like New York City meet and hookups. Shout out to POF. And, and also, now think I about, mean, not even <laughs> right. Tinder, POF, all of that. Right. Well, think about like Grinder. What kind? Of, you think what? How much dick you think you're gonna be getting when you start the story with some with some dude about how your man prematurely ejaculates and he ain't shit. He cooks. <laughs> no. So you're gonna. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna find that online. You gotta uh, find a different identity. You said that she was suppressing. But then her, again. Her, I think it's textbook right now for fucking married people to have affairs online. Like, that's the easiest way to have emotional relationships with people. What is an affair? What's an affair online? What is that? People do get caught up and wrapped up in that. They do. And they feel like that person has a real relationship with them. And they text every night. And they talk on the phone all day. Like, they have... You can catch feelings. An affair online is clearly you as an individual being in a committed relationship, either married or in a relationship, um, and then logging on... Or signing up for uh, one of these many apps, that's an affair online. I don't even care the extent of it. I don't even care if you say hello. Bro, you signed on to (laughs) one of these. Marley. You created a profile. Put pictures up. That's where we. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not not just pictures. Your top five. (laughs) Your top is That's where you cross the line. You can't do that. I think I think any any type of mental connection that you share with a person while you're in a relationship is cheap. Damn, Chris, that's oh, impossible. That's, crazy, bro. that's impossible. Connection with a person that. Have you ever heard the term work wife? You know what I'm saying? Like there's Absolutely. people that you just have a really close Absolutely. relationship that, with. Yo, you took exactly Absolutely. my example because you have like work husbands and work wives, and you just like just happen to connect really well because and you those see are that facts. person. You see that person. 
almost eight to ten more hours. Than you see your significant other. But your yeah. work, your work husband shouldn't be able to to rub on you a different way that your regular coworkers. No, no, but that's real though. No. It's like your that's, best that's friend different. at work. No, it's like your best friend at work, the person that oh. you look towards to anytime Bingo. you walk into Marley, the Marley, I agree with a that. A mental connection in pursuit of a re- uh, relationship online is what that's what that's what okay. It's okay, we're gonna regardless. just keep it at the online thing. I'm not even saying online though, but if if if. My girlfriend goes out and she engages in conversation with a guy that's clearly trying to talk to her, get her number to do more than just be friends. That's cheating, right? Absolutely. And she would die. She's suicidal too. That is a fact. That is a fact. People are like this is the this is the pre things you do when you decide I no longer want to be in this earth. You're a, Let me go to the you're a risk taker. Yeah. <laughs> right. When they change snapped to be about men. They would have so many jumping. applications for the snap for males, like there would not even be enough hours to record it. Because you know how many men have murdered their bitches for I'm like saying. crimes of passion. Yeah. Crimes of passion. Crimes that shit is passion. super common. You want excitement, baby girl, go bungee jumping, skydiving, or whatever. But now that we're speaking about cheating, I think it's a perfect way for us to speak about one of the most influential men in the hip-hop community, which is Jay-Z. As we all know, 444 was kind of like a confession album of his cheating and kind of him owning up to his indiscretions as a man. And he basically kind of said out loud, like, I fucked up and if I could have prevented it, I would have. But in a sense, he kind of made it seem like he didn't know any better or like he was just at a stage of his life. Like he kind of owned up to his shit. Um, I don't know how many of you guys actually saw the interview. Right. And I think that and it was for what what magazine was that? The New York New York Times. New York Times. So um, it was really interesting how we kind of dove into his personal perspective on a lot of things. And it was really interesting how he also kind of. I guess being very honest on this interview, right, for like a Jay-Z interview, like I feel like it was. It was. There's there's been several interviews in the past since 444 came out that he's been very open. And so the album itself came with a lot of material and a lot of insight in regards to a lot of the topics that he touched upon in the album itself. But this was more someone else asking the questions um, and wanted him to go a little bit more deeper because we, you know, if I would agree with Molly, she, there were interviews, huge interviews prior to this before, yeah. um, this one with the times, um, it was that, that Brian and Elliot rap radar, which is huge, right. it yeah. was somewhat similar yeah. in my, um, in my, um, I want to say opinion to this one for the times, um, but, um, I, I kind of like this one. It, it, it exposed Jay-Z in a different light that we haven't seen him. He touched on topics that um, he's never actually ever touched exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. Do you guys feel like, do you guys feel that it was, that it's just a, a um, Jay-Z, in my opinion, has only always been re- really honest through the music and whenever he interviews. I just feel like now, I feel like now he's out of place as an artist and as a, a, a culture symbol, that what else would he talk about? You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I just feel like the content, what, what you're listening to is a man that's being trained by uh, in the therapeutic environment to be able to look at the more wholesome picture of any occurrence or any situation. That's what you're listening to. And then you take that and you add the sparkle of his charisma and the way he uses his words and his message, and now you have magic. 
That's what you're getting. Right. Because before, before the magic was there through the rhymes, but not the content because he didn't know how to say it that way. Right. He didn't know how to say it that or way. Or it's like, you know, like not to like change the subject, but you know how he does the magic when he was being interviewed and he said, you don't just want to be a trend, you want to be a Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Like he does little things like that that kind of, he kind of hypnotizes you when he says little things yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and it kind of, kind of, whoa. Like Analogies. Everything right. you say. Everything. Right. Pick up on it and I love Jay-Z to death. He, he, he refers to everything in life, his life experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses analogies so you can relate to it. But yeah. in a way that the picture is painted so clear that you can't even question right. it. And you right. see the answers have, they're not absolute. Right. Uh, they, don't, they don't give you yes or no. No. Like he's he's Lamada de Picasso, but just in words. No yeah, absolute. Yeah. No absolute. He gives you no absolutes. What he does is that he never answers a question with a yes and a no. Yeah. What he does is that he answers That's a question with a thing. yes yep. and a no. Yes. To cover everyone who's gonna listen, say yes, mm-hmm. or think yes. Because you know, when you're listening to this interview, you're answering the questions too. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're subconsciously doing that. But he's both feeding the person who's saying yes, the person who's saying no, and the person that has no opinion. Example when he asked them uh, when they asked them about. Oh, so so would you say that's being safe before you? No, I don't think it's being safe. I think you're getting somebody who's now looking at things from a, a less selfish point of view or more self-centered point of view because he's more wholesome now. He's thinking beyond himself. And if you look back in JC's history, what you'll see is that he was the evolution has been thinking just about yourself to now thinking about being a father. So think. Listen to the remember the example that he gave about when they asked him, "Oh, what, is this something that you?" What do you want a white kid to think about? Right. He never answered that question. He didn't answer what that question. Was, I noticed that he didn't yeah, answer that he question. He answered that yeah. question because what's going to happen to the white kid? Say he would have answered. The white fan. Right. The white fan. So he would know. I wanted to open up a dialogue. But are, are white kids really opening about dialogue with their black friends about, about, cre- about race and about credit and about, you know what I'm saying? So he, he's being taught. Like, or he could also say, I don't know what a white person is experiencing because I'm not white. How can I answer for he's that? He's not going to give you that. Though. But I that could be another perspective, too. Right. It's of like, how can I answer for you? Right. How? Yeah, I, I agree. I'm pretty sure that the company he keeps is not only black people. And he actually no. said that. Yeah. Isn't he so, friends with Chris and, Martin and, from Coldplay? Oh, like, yeah, it's his friend. Yeah, 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 that's right. But um, one of the comments that he mentioned was um, at one point for Barclay, for the Nets, he was the only black individual in the, club, in the room. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which is deep. Right. Which is yeah. deep, Molly. It's, it's very real. That's very deep. Show me. It was, it's the higher deep. up you get, the lighter it gets. Yes. So being able to interact with those individuals um, shows that the growth, the growth. of Jay Z. And he also said, "Oh, somewhat of his celebrity, it played a part of, of it." Of course, absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, he knows he wouldn't have been in that position unless he did what he did and was a superhuman. That's unfortunate of the situation. But he had to be the most epic mountainous right. thing to even he get has to, to be the point. The culture. He has to, he has to, to be, be able to be where these people already have a seat at the table. You see what I'm saying? Like that's what he's trying to tell you. Like right. it took my celebrity to get me there. I had that's to right. be but not, I had to be extremely phenomenal for me to get there. Because but these people right. have seats at the table already. That's right. That's right. And that's the truth. Now, and he said as long as there's still one person that's being discriminated upon and as long as it's just one person that's being racist to that one person, none of us are free. And it's true. Like, there's still a bigger issue. And I feel like he knows his social responsibility now. Yeah. And I think that that's why when he expresses himself, he's such a brilliant person that he's tactful in the way he delivers it. Absolutely. Because when he tells and he speaks to us, he knows that we're listening in a different way. Absolutely. He knows that. Look at what he said. Um, I Well, first of all, I don't think it's business anymore for Jay-Z. I think, like you said, I think it's social change, right? He said um, he's a fan of Dave Chappelle's work. Right. Because 
in, in, in the grand scheme of there's the funny, the laugh, but there's always some truth in it. Look at Dave Chappelle's experience with having, what, a $100 million contract? Yeah, something like leaving that. Leaving it all behind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because it was he chose, he Because chose he was going to tell someone to take his right. content. Right. And he said, but this is no longer me, even if you give me this money. He chose himself. himself. He chose himself. That's money. what Dave Chappelle did. And for Jay-Z being on, Jay-Z's going to always be Jay-Z. Um, the whole uh, white hot space. Yeah. He's not... I work with kids, so I know he's not number one to the Absolutely generation. No. That I, I actually showed my kids the interview, and they're like, "We don't want to watch this." Right. Like I don't care. Oh, but it's that. a little beyond the, the. Yeah, it's beyond that age. It's beyond. It's be, but that's the point, though. He's not relevant to them. However, with this, with Jay Z as a as an entertainer, a businessman, um, a mogul, uh, his uh, fashion. How he's changed society has changed the way they live today. Absolutely. Right, but I, I think the, the it's wouldn't in my opinion, I ask you guys this, wouldn't his core audience now be us, the people who can then influence Yeah. It becomes like the new influencers like a, a, are being like influenced a pyramid by him. Thing, right? right. Like it will be like the people who we will be the people who influence the other people because the things that he was saying you cannot give it to a person that's not emotionally uh, 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 I mean aware emotionally enough to be able to say yes compassion is when I look at somebody regardless of who I am and feel like that's a human being most most I'm talking about the development of the human being like when you're little the younger you are the more it is about you then it becomes about your family then about you have your kids and and it becomes about your legacy so he's he's talking to us where he where he would have wish somebody spoke to him when right. he was 30 right because yeah. if JC would have had this when he was 30 he would have been way more far ahead, like a Velafante or a Farrakhan. Or not that he wants to be those right. people, but I'm just saying he would have been far but ahead. But to in that pop sense. culture, he is those people. He is no, he pop is, culture. He's beyond right. that. Yeah, he's beyond that. Like Jay Z is the only person, in my opinion, that can say that he can he can no longer look up to uh, whatever he said. Look up to or oh, how can this guy help me when he's taking selfies and um, what was the line that he said? How how is um Bill Cosby or our shots are supposed right. to help me because they're taking selfies. Meaning, like I'm so beyond you guys. You guys were the the like the role models and the and the culture pushers, right? Or the civil rights pusher. But how can you help me? I'm so beyond that. I don't take a selfie. I'm not showing myself in selfie mode. But you guys are. How can I take this from you? Now he's relating to people that are willing to lose their life, like Colin Kaepernick, and saying, "Yeah, he this guy gave up everything that was him." That's what I relate to now. Right. So I think that's it. Shows you, and it, it, his core audience is not is not the kids. Right. His core audience is not those who grew up with him. Those who yeah, grew up beside him. him and growing up with him. But and those. Go ahead, Mona. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's it. Like he's. It's. It's just. It's good to know that there's an artist, and you know, I always said in the past couple of weeks as things have been changing as you see something new in the news every time or like a new actor did something wrong or like your favorite news journalist is something wrong i try not to hold these people as like the higher kind of like not higher being but like something to really look up to and knowing yeah, that we, we would we you, would give you. god status to our celebrities that's what yeah americans do that we give a lot of god status to our celebrities but it's good to know that jay-z at least is growing in the mindset and like kind of following and growing with us at the same time right like he's delivering us stuff giving us stuff and content and information to kind of influence influence us in a positive way 
Right, but, but he got the machine, though, behind it. He does celebrity, Because remember, Common, Tribe Called Quest, Most yeah. Def, and these guys were all talking the same things. Yeah. 15 years ago, 10 years ago, but he has, he's such a, he's so influential. Right. Yeah. That when he says it, it just becomes, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a tidal wave. It's a trend. It's a tidal wave. It's a tidal wave. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tsunami. You Him know? and his wife. He's a, let yeah, her say something. That's right. Well, it doesn't say much, imagine. It kind of talks about things that are, like, culturally relevant and things that, like, are, like, touchy subjects, even that, that goes on in his life or outside of his life. I love, which was which was so profound. He said that, yo, he touched on things that happens in his friends and relatives' lives that he feels that they are ready to actually talk about. Yes. Like yeah. his mother, for instance. Right. Yeah, that's that was Little deep. to me did I know that his mother was gay. For all these years, all she these was years. out of the, the media spotlight, but little did I know that she was gay. Yeah. It was at this very point in time. And how long have we been listening to Jay? To Jay, that we never, we never right. knew that. Right. We never knew that. Right. But we know everything about, okay, how he got here. Um, okay, the friends that he keeps around. Right. Um, activities that he done. Uh, the part, how he parties. Okay, why he calls himself Jay-Z or Hova. You know what I mean? Right. And you know what else I think was really dope? Because with younger kids and the younger millennials, um, loyalty is not a common or common practice amongst no, younger no, generations, no. right? It's not. And I think that what he demonstrated, even though we all know the controversy between him and Kanye and that they supposedly had a fallout and there's a lot of controversy in their friendship, he didn't throw him under the bus. Right, you see what I'm saying? Because he's always like this. I mean, he's always so neutral in what he's... Not neutral, but he's so... He, Jay-Z is not polarizing. He doesn't tell you things that will be very polarizing. Now, you know what he said in the, the Rap Radar interview was like, yeah, Kanye crossed the line. He knows he crossed now, the he line. Said, yes. Yeah, we know he answer, crossed the line. We saw yeah, that happen. Right. And you he know crossed the line. And he crossed said crossed it. You know, you don't talk about my wife and my kid. You don't do that. But in this interview, he didn't do that. It's a New York Times interview. Right. Exactly. It's a different platform. We're going to be reaching thousands and millions of people in this interview versus People that don't listen to radar. his music. I kind of questioned that, too, as I was listening. I yeah, was like, yeah, okay, yeah. the wordplay that Jay is using now, he didn't switch it up as far as, oh, is it extremely different? Am I using different vocabulary words or something like that? But as far as, okay, what am I going to say? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was more cautious. Okay, mm-hmm. he was definitely more cautious, yeah, absolutely. especially with that question with uh, Kanye uh-huh. West, because mm-hmm. he knew that would spark even more controversy. He oh my knew, God, Twitter would blow up. Oh, would the no. world would have went no. crazy if he would have approached that in a different manner or in the same yeah. manner that he approached it on Rap Radar? Yeah, it would have yeah. been and a completely another, different thing. I agree, and another underlying theme is that the things that he was saying as well, in my opinion, it was not to stir up another thing that will overshadow. The interview itself. Yeah. He would have said something polarizing about the situation with Kanye West. You know the next thing in the news would have been, oh, so Jay-Z and Kanye, and it would have taken away from the fact that he disclosed so much important information or, or I guess, valuable information in this interview that he did. um, Yeah, it would have taken away from the bigger picture. Absolutely. Right. He did admit to the cheating part. Even more, like we knew already that there was something mm-hmm. that happened in four four four. But he admitted, yeah, right. but yes, did he, he did. Know? He didn't know. That's the thing. Yes, he did. <laughs> he said, yes, he did. Well, like, I'm definitely gonna touch on what Archie said. Did he know? Really though? He did. Because so. Arch, uh, yo, the way the way Jay Z plays it, exactly. He plays both sides of the fence. Yeah, absolutely. And it's very uh, I want to say it's like okay, I'm gonna read between. I'm a, I'm, I'm in that limbo state. Okay, you can even say okay after hearing me speak, I'm talking about it's Jay Z. 
You can say, oh, yeah, I cheated. But after that, you can say either, okay, you know what? I didn't cheat. But this is what I'm putting out there. That's right. It, but that's how the, else do you think he bagged the bitch like Beyonce? That man's wordplay, the way he can communicate, right, like it's like he's a smooth, like he's a smooth <laughs> man. That's, that's a whole nother question. Yeah, he's that's a whole nother question. Deep. I'm, he's I'm just, not even gonna show me. That's, that's a whole nother question. He's just I don't even that. But think about this response. The, the guy would have said, you know, because the, the question was beyond the cheating part. Basically, it was already stated that there was some cheating situation. So they asked him about what what trans the question was this. How was it sharing all this information with your wife as you guys are making music? So the question was not that you cheat. So it was already pre-stated, pre-stated, uh, th- there was some adultery happened. Think about the dif- what difference this would have been. Uh, uh, Jay-Z. He probably, you know that his people probably said Absolutely. that Absolutely. They, they looked at this questions yeah. before. Yeah. And it's, it right. states at the end that the video was condensed. Bingo. You know what I mean? Right. It's, yes. It was edited, There's it was so edited much more. We don't know. So right. right, think about the question would have been Jay also. Nice, I didn't uh, even see that. Right. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Right. So Jay Z, so why did you cheat on your wife? That's a lot different from how was it making music, disclosing all this personal information and all these things that are hurtful and this and that was the question. Right. How was it making music and disclosing this information and you guys are saying but versus you did you cheat on your he wife? He kinda make you feel like it was a mastermind plan because he said I was in the studio the whole time with Beyonce when we did lemonade. And yeah. what did he you say see what I'm saying? It? He said it was therapy. Yeah. For the both for their relationship, it was yeah, therapy. It was therapy. I believe you that too. I, mean? I believe it too. Oh, can we touch on that, please? I'm sorry to cut you guys off, um, because stereotypically, I want to say that African Americans, Latino minorities in general, mm-hmm. how we feel about therapy yeah. is it, it has a like, uh, it's like taboo, a negative taboo. connotation yeah. to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody feels as though okay they really need therapy when they actually in actuality you do need to sit on somebody's couch and actually like just bounce ideas or maybe like hear things from a different perspective as opposed to going or to your normal a, or friends. Or just talk in a safe place. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, Jay Z he actually confessed to actually right. like. Going to therapy, which I really, really appreciate. And I, I loved, loved it too. I loved it. Hearing I loved that, that. Yeah. and uh, it was actually funny when the actually when the um actually when the guy from the Times I forgot his name, but he said, "Oh, so how does Jay Z find a therapist?" He said, "Oh, okay, I go through." That that's good because that just means just like us. If I was in a situation just like that, or anyone, you would refer to you would ask a friend like, "Listen, or someone go. you're really close exactly. to, this is yes. my situation. This is what's happening." Right, right, right. And it's good to know there's people in that same playing field as him, who have who are honestly doing some self care and going to therapy, and so he Ringo. knows he can rely on those. And people. he said people that have been through similar situations or experiences and came out whole. Yeah, I think it's so dope. Like I said, dope. Yo, it's like the difference of broken. Like he yeah. was, he was, he submitted to the fact that the manifestation of his brokenness or his being fragile and emotionally or very close, that the manifestation of that was all those things that maybe what he did to Beyonce, being, you know, being the type of artist he was before, not being that conscious, but going and constantly made him feel that it was not that he. That he was broken, and he could just fix mm-hmm. this thing up. That's that's how. That's and in how reality, I everyone can kind of fix it. You feel me? Like, Absolutely. That's basically what that's because ultimately, like Femi said, how else are we going to ever feel comfortable admitting that there's a problem unless we start to see other examples of people that we admire admitting that there's a problem? You know what I'm saying? So I totally um, appreciate him doing that, and I actually want to touch on that. He also said that real men cry. Right, song crying. So, what's what's your men's opinions about crying? I'm crying. You know, I cry all the time. I've seen all of these three men cry, but that's Aww. not what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's just I feel like that was there's a lot of truth to that because when a man can be vulnerable, I feel like he is being a man. Yeah, 
100 percent. i don't feel human. like any man should feel like oh i'm weak because i showed that that should hurt me no i don't think so Not jim jones opinion. cried in the middle of an interview but now we think it's fake because you know, like him and Cam no, was in on it. Nah, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 I think it was no real. It that was, was real. That was that. That was real. That was real. That was. Is that when you see those checks running away from you so fast? <laughs> then the real thing will make any motherfucker cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I believe that was real. But yeah, that was real. In regards to Jay Z, um, the the portion of the interview where he um actually spoke about why say young men. Um, the whole how in, it's an incident where yo that was so face crazy fight. to me that yeah was face fight yeah where face fighting I never thought I never thought about it in that in that aspect where that was Cam you know, right you think you see like you think you think you I see, see me think now you see right you like, see what you, you looking at your weakness right that was so right? that, guys. Or that I see that you're I see that you're hurt yes that was that was amazing the fact that he put it that way. That's 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 the worst shit I've ever heard. And from that Jay-Z. makes a person lash out at you because you see them in because that you, stage. That vulnerable state. You saying, okay, right, you see right. me? Yeah. You, you see me broken? And you're yeah. gonna mm-hmm. expose me. And now now we have to fight. It's a problem now. And that's yep. why he said in his environment, now he had to adapt to that. Right. He's saying, no, now I gotta shut down. I gotta adapt to that. Because in the I, beginning, you, he was probably like, what that motherfucker looking at me? You know what I'm saying? When he first right, blew but up. But you can yeah. see it. Like you can see that this is something he learned in the therapeutic yes. environment. Like this is not. You know how I know this is something that was learned, that was my, what I think? Because as we all hear it, it's so mind-blowing to us. It, it pushes the, the, the mental paradigm that we possess. And now we're saying like, oh, wow. what Yo, I was blown away when he said that. Yeah, I was blown away. Because we all felt it, we, but we could never put it in words. It, that was so, I, it, was, it was amazing to me, actually. Wow. I love that. I love that. That's a super good point. I think, I think that part is going to touch... Yes. Generations to yeah, come. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it because is. Because the fact that he was, I hope it does, eloquently, simply put his words in, in, in context, that's that's really what it is. That's how, when you went to parties when you were younger, you know, you had the mean mug, and or you walking down the block, you, you, you put your, you put your, out your, your mask on. That's right. So it's for a man to be able to say, I've worn my mask my whole life. And this is why. Right. And you're ready to kill for that. Like I'm ready, ready to die. To kill, kill and die. So you don't see. So you don't so see you don't what's underneath see this mask. Exactly. He might be helping a lot of this gang violence right. yeah, shit with this little interview alone because it kind of makes men say to themselves, because not to just, you know, be. Uh, saying that women may not do this as well, but we must all admit this is more of a male thing than a female mm-hmm. thing in general. I think we, so yeah, it's man. like, mm-hmm. you know, for, for guys, I mean, no, but to the extremes of like murder and all that shit, I feel like it's more common. I didn't say it doesn't happen with women. It's more common amongst men. And it's like a lot of these kids that are growing up in this gang violence mentality, they might look at it like, this is stupid if I'm just afraid of people seeing who I am. This might help people in, in ways that are way bigger than what we may even yeah, understand. Absolutely. I think it's transcendent. It's going gonna, it's gonna to transcend through some, through some levels of interactions in, in, the, in the structure environment, the unstructured environment, and conversations and families at home. I think that it was, it was so simply put, but that's what I'm saying. It was so simply put and so relatable. It changes the it changes the way I think about a male male interaction for sure. When I don't know somebody or whenever I'm feeling right. something, it was it was very interesting. Yeah, I think the way that it really will kind of transcend from 
from his voice until like the younger generations, it's really the generation right now, like our age, who follow him, who have been with him, you know, throughout his entire career or growth. Those men who have children will then bring that to, you know, kind of self-reflecting upon, yeah, that makes sense. And are taking a lot of like these kind of lessons or like these kind of suggestions or like these kind of thoughts of things and bringing those to their children and to their, you know, and that's how I kind think, of the change of everything I think fathers now are creating better men, in yeah. my opinion. Hopefully, because yeah. Because... I think so. I think so. That's why I think people are open to marriage. We have to, we have to accept the fact that there is some positive that's happening right now. That, yeah. that we are more well-versed in how to raise Take care children. Of ourselves. Yeah. I think so. There's more information I think now. there's more information, and I think that the, the level of experience is that young not young fathers but fathers in general but specifically young fathers are going through or experiencing during their 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 um upbringing through uh the raising of their children is different it's like in the 50s i'm the 50s and 60s i mean i'm just just based off of my thoughts and opinions they weren't going through what kids nowadays Absolutely. are going through. Right. 50s and 60s, there were communities raising children, not just one man. And based on the pressures of that time, right. we were raising, we were all taking care of the kids because otherwise they'll die. That, exactly. Right Now, systematically we're being killed. Yeah, now, right. systematically now, we're killing each other. Right. You know what I mean? So, I think now, I think men are owning being fathers more now. I think, um, in, in the grand scheme of things, I think there's a lack. There's definitely a lack of male role, male role models and leadership within the communities now. Okay, so with that being said, now being the modern man and being the man of today and being your age group now, within the next 10 years, is going to be what a man is. Because we can all agree that we believe that men are in our minds and whatever like past your 40s is like okay this guy's like a grown-ass man like he should be more level-headed and, and he's more focused and he's more clear in his decisions like it's kind of part of the maturity level of a man we at least that's what we believe so now that you guys are gonna be reaching that stage in a couple of years in the future do you feel like there's more pressure now because it's like this there's so many roles that men have to play and all the roles were taken away from you at the same time it's right. like how do you figure this new type of man now you know what i'm saying like how are you guys seeking like a path of how to do this the right way are you guys looking at jay-z as examples are you guys looking at bill gates as examples are you guys looking at the local rapper you know what i'm saying like well, what is I your example they only give us as much they only give you as much as they can right. you you cannot you're not gonna get the blueprint no pun intended from jay-z of how to be a how to be a a, a a great father. I think what happens over but time. But how do you guys know how to be great fathers now? When you guys not to put anybody out there, you guys may have not had the best examples because your men didn't have the men That's in your it, family though. didn't have the exposure that we it. have today. Because we didn't so have. where do you guys seek that from? Because Is that we, the reason why men are not as strong as they used to be? It's a response to not having. Right, but do you feel that that's like how do you guys figure that so out? So they're saying adversity. Adversity is what's what's like strengthening their 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 goals, well, their drive. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just strengthening their drive. They're saying okay, being that we didn't have them, that's my adversity. So I want to like I want that in my future. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna strive for it. I'm gonna make sure that every, I'm gonna do everything in my power that my kids have that. My kids' kids have that. Right. So that's why. And, and you know, we also have there's more exposure to things. Like we, for example, we've learned more about 
we're just more exposed to a lot more information. If you look at your network of friends, right? If we look at our network of friends, just so, us as a core, and then everybody who, who's uh, the network out of us, we well, now we we we're talking about people that have some uh, college college uh, experience, that have more experience with people that can serve as role model, and that life experiences is just teaching you, like the concept of integrity. Uh, it's, you know how difficult it is to learn integrity when you're young because you're willing to do whatever you can for yourself. But as you get older, you realize that you're not going to change who you are because the environment tells you to change. You're still going to be a person who's honest. You're still going to be a person. And that becomes then the identity of the man. And that we're learning that. We're learning because now we're learning to say something as simple as um, if you're taking a trip with your friends teaches you that. Because now you're saying, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for the collective. You know what I'm saying? So, um, transition background behind the scenes. We just bought an, an additional bottle of vodka. And <laughs> Y'all are just. And that is just what's happening right now in the podcast. <laughs> but we're gonna just keep that to ourselves. But now, with that being said, I don't know. I feel like, in my opinion, I think it's hard um, for a man to be a man. Not because I feel bad for you, but because I feel like you have to like wear so many hats right now like you have to be sensitive you You have to be connected you also have to be alpha you have to be strong you have to be a provider you have to be understanding you have to be you know gender respectful and i feel like because we're still going through a transition of understanding how this new the new aura of the woman and the new aura of the man is like we're all trying to learn how to do this and i feel like i just feel like i'm not saying that i feel bad i just feel like that's why a lot of men are not doing well at being men what, show me, here's what I'm saying. Because there's just so much going on. There's just, I don't know. I feel like we're in a stage right now that like, there's, everything is so oversaturated. It's like, I don't know. But it's, it's just, just like, like the, the standards have changed and what it means to be a man. Like there's now men who are co-parenting with, with women and, and those women will tell you these are great men. Versus you, 20 years ago, we were complaining about the fact, oh, he had a kid with that girl and he just bounced and he went to chase his, his rapper career, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Everything is changing. I think the more information that we're getting, the more communication, the more communication that's, that's happening, and therefore the more awareness of what it means to be a man. Yeah. Like, as we were discussing earlier, you could be dating, someone could be dating a woman with a child, and as a man, you know, you have to be respectful of that other man, and vice right. versa. Right. You know, and that's normal. That's normal. That's the norm now. That's the norm now. So I think that that's what's leading to that. Well, I think what you're trying to say, I think the examples that we're getting is like those absent fathers, those people that were on drugs, those people that were leaving the house. Are ne- we don't see that that much. I mean, in our, in our, in our field of work, we, we see that often. But our yeah, network but itself, network, yeah, yeah. This, this guy's my example. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm their example, and that's kind of how it works. You know what I'm saying? The same way you are an example about how to treat women to us. Uh, right. and the essence of integrity and so on. So that's, we are creating the, the blueprint for us as right. we're getting all this happening. It's, it's the adversity versus in conjunction to the knowledge we're getting from the experience. Right. That's what I'm so saying. So if you, if you look at it like this, and since you, I can use you guys as examples, you guys have been friends for many years. You even participated in another Friends of Ours weddings. That's like ultra mega bonding as a male. Like when you experience that with a guy, that means like, yo, you're in there, right? So it's like you guys went through that and like that's beautiful, et cetera, et cetera. But let's be honest. In back in the day, before you guys became respectful men, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There, there was a time where cheating was a sport. You know what I'm saying? And you guys were all trying to see who got the best numbers. So like, you know what I mean? 
So it's like, do you miss that life? Since that was the original reason why you guys used to like kind of bond. You know what I'm saying? How is it now bonding on a different level? Like, like, do you miss the sport? You know what I'm saying? Like, how have you guys been able to transition from that? I want to say for me, it's more, it's more about um, happiness. Okay, yes, okay, if you want to consider that a quote-unquote sport in the past. But right now, it's about happiness. I, I love seeing my, my, my brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we were in a wedding together. Okay, I love seeing my brothers happy. And that's what we, we want. I want to continue that happiness. I want to continue to see that happiness on their face. If it's a promotion at job, if it's uh, right. celebrating a kid, if it's, uh, okay, an engagement, if it's uh, marriage, I want to continue that happiness. Mm-hmm. There's no time anymore for that so you, frivolous you, you okay, guys activity were, of like, okay, let me get my number. before up. when you were just it's like... Not, I think it was a different thing then. Yeah, it was, it was about, um, I think at that time it was just about doing what we thought we were supposed to be doing, opposed to what we should have been doing. Um, like, when it, when, we, when, when it comes to a, a man's happiness overall, um, you can't say anymore that we wanted to just be here, there, and everywhere. At the end of the day, that man that's still here, there, and everywhere, he still wants that one place, that one woman that he could call home, that, that one woman that he could share his deep and dark secrets with. That, that one woman that could see him cry, see him be vulnerable, that he could see a future with. Um, ch- running around chasing females, as fun as it may be, it, it's... It gets old? It, it, it gets old. Right. He, my, my opinion on this, this is my opinion on the sport part. I'm going to answer it differently. I'm going to say it, what it, is, it is and it was like a sport. I'm going to tell you why. Because... One of the things you know about we all athletes here that you know about athletes is that when you play a sport, you do it to boost your ego. You want to show on that court that you're the strongest, you're the man, you're the, the best player there. That's the same thing you do when you when you were cheating or, or wanted to have a lot of girls. You wanted to boost that ego. But like I was saying earlier, as you get older, you find value in different things. It's no longer you feeling so good about yourself that you're the man. It's about seeing somebody else happy, like Femi's saying. It's about you having somewhere... When you have one girl and that girl becomes your best friend, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and that's the person for you, life just seems easier because you have something less to worry right, about. Right, absolutely. You, you know, you have something less, and, and like you said earlier, now you got somebody that's gonna have your back. Mm-hmm. So, so if you if you tell me if the sport was let's find somebody who can have our backs, then we will all be doing the same thing. But that's not the sport anymore. The sport now becomes maintaining. Maintaining the level of happiness, the level of fulfillment that we have with each other, and maintaining the safety and of the and the integrity of a relationship because that gives you a better feeling. Right. But it's it, more fulfilling. Yeah. Back then it was yeah. about the ego. Oh, how many numbers you got? How many? Yeah. That was the ego dri- driving that. Now. Everybody want to test drive a car. Preach. Right. You test driving. <laughs> you, you test driving a car to figure out to see what's more comfortable, so you can buy that car that's most comfortable. Right. So so how, but how, but how, how many cars? But how many cars? Listen, we got. They only had two in your life. How many cars you driving out here? You got a lot of that's funny. Honda Karari. Honda <laughs> Karari. These niggas had a dealership. I'll tell you that. Right? I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's what it sounds collective. like. It's collective. It's collective. Listen, but that's, listen, the only way to find your Bentley is to find out you get that, that, you got that, that you, you got, got that, that good one, that real one, is to go through some 
some some ninety five some some, some, some records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look at some the junkyard documentary we have coming up. Now that we all It's a junkyard documentary coming up about the whole process. You need the lemons. You gotta go meet the of New York. You can't meet the lemonade before now the same lot. So there's gonna be a show about that. Listen, you can't make a glass of lemonade from one lemon, B. Okay. Okay. So and niggas is thirsty. No. Niggas, listen, yeah, but you know, real talk, man. Uh, I think you know what? I think it's more cool. It's 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 more socially accepted within amongst men to be with one woman now, opposed to it was back in the day. Good point. No good be, point. No good point. I like, agree. It's okay. Like it's like in style right now. It, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm not gonna yeah, yeah. hold on. Hold on. Show me no, it is. Hold on. It's a little bit like it's like power couple. You know, everybody wants to like be that. Like it's like it's creating an empire. Yeah. Plus, you get more likes. You get more likes. <laughs> you get more likes. At the end of the day, picture than you do by right. yourself. And on it's the end of the day. It's about who's how they see you and who sees you. Yeah, me and Liz yeah. get 178. Me myself, <laughs> you only gets 96. <laughs> Insane. Listen, man, I'm a firm believer that when people see you happy, they want you more. It's contagious. It's very contagious. It, can I say that it's contagious? That's contagious. Okay. They see. Okay, you are happy in your relationship. They say, Yo, you know what? I, let me stop doing what I'm doing right. and run around with these. Uh, I like to use the word strikes. Okay. You know, <laughs> urban dictionary yeah. or urban philosopher, femi, whatever you want to do. Okay, but yeah, strikes. They they see you happy with your significant other, then they say, you know what? Okay, let me go out and let me do that same thing. Let me find my one individual person that I can continue to be happy with. So now you guys think that it's contagious to get married? Oh, I well, I think it's the next step, right? But that's the evolution. That's the next step. That's a ladder. That's a ladder. I mean, you guys just went to a wedding, and your friend, one of your best friend's brothers, just got married, and he showed you that he didn't die. Once right. he crossed, you know what I'm saying? Like, he is still alive. It wasn't over. It's wow. not over. Wow. You know the wedding was literally like less than 10 days ago, but. <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. Nah, he didn't die. He didn't die. And he he's didn't not going to die. die. Right. He's extremely happy. happy and um, we're happy for him. And mm-hmm. trust me, it's in the cards for all of us. We're going to make sure that it happens. Um, it might not be in the cards for all of us. Look. But it's not on the cards for everybody. It's either. not on the cards for everybody. Marriage is not meant I for know, everyone. I know my circle, and I, I feel as though my circle is small, and I know the circle of men right there in my circle. Literally, it's in the card for them. They definitely have it in there. It's in a their short cards. deck. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's good. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, if it doesn't happen for them, okay, it doesn't happen. But I think definitely it's in the culture. But I think once we see the, like, for example, this, I see a lot of perks that that are already that have come to fruition for our friend that just got married. And I think what one of those perks is actually health insurance. Well, that's that's not. <laughs> I mean, that's one of them too, though. No, people no, don't get. You yeah, should not. Yeah, but, please, people out there, health insurance is, should not be the sole reason. I mean, it should be a reason. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's a good reason. I'm joking. joking. It's very common. It should not be a reason to get married. Common. Do not, yo, know, go before um, the justice of the peace or go before the, a minister or a pastor, whatever. Don't don't say I do just because of health insurance. Right. I understand that people go through. People may have like their own like health issues, but please don't do that. Don't that's do the that. way please. the world is looking like now. Health now, insurance might be that number one need that every. Right. Yeah, and people Soon people enough. want to buy things. They want to have a joint income taxes. Look, look at the the tax cut that just happened. Like the the people, the single people are going to be affected so incredibly with it with the new with the new tax reform. 
and married people will not be so uh, hurt, affect yeah. us, uh, hurt so much financially. So what do you think when I'm sitting on the couch looking at my girl and I'm I'm counting these pennies? Right. Come January, yeah. when I got a phone for income tax, I'm Get looking at her like, babe, right. it seems like the tax season <laughs> wants to <laughs> ask you a question. Right. Will you marry me? Will you marry our tax? You know what I'm saying? Right. I think, but I think it's in the development. I think we all, I think it's really about who you're around. If we're always going to be around people who are single, we're not going to want to be single. But if we are around people that want to develop the same way and they see the, the, the beauty, the, the good things that come with being married, then that's what we're going to gravitate towards. But it's been said time and time again that married people should have married friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. I They've said that, that time and time again. Very, very. I'm not saying don't be friends with people that are not married, but they should have their own set of friends that are also married and, and bond with them and do like married people things. That's not a secret. <sighs> I'm not saying you guys are gonna get cut out because you're not married, but what I'm no, saying no, is, just, I, I, I feel like you know why they say that because you tend to get in trouble with the single people that you're being around. True, but if you're happy in your marriage, then that stuff is not gonna happen, Chris. It's, yeah, it's, okay. it's 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 not it's happen. whoever's gonna if a, if a man is married he's good he's not doing anything his boy and his two boys or three boys or four boys that they go on a trip and there's a bunch of strippers in the room and they go so you mean that married man is gonna go to the room because no Chris like it's a, it's an realistic expectation. Would you go take a walk, Chris? Would you go? Let me go take a Chris. But Chris. what? But what's going? Uh, wait, we've been through. Uh, we had a situation like that. We have had situations. And like I that. had to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, listen. I took, you know what I mean? I, I, I did what I had to do for the safety so of this the nigga situation. Starts doing, every time he gets stuck on the throat trying to fix it, this is what he does. He nah, took nah, it for the team. The I took one for the team. Look, look, short story. Uh, me and the fellas and some oh, other man. individuals were in, in Atlantic City. Um, some people wanted to go to the, to the, to the strip club. This is true. This is, you know, I was dating somebody that was uh, a little, I'm not going to say, uh, I'll say it. She was crazy. Go on. She wasn't crazy. <laughs> she wasn't crazy. She wasn't crazy. Um, she wasn't as open, open-minded as the rest of the the females in the group, and she wasn't with going to the strip club. Oh, she wasn't with. Go- okay, that means she's crazy. Right. She, she wasn't with going to the strip club. Right. But you know, I could have said, "Well, uh, I'll see you in about two or three hours." Because I felt bad for it. You know what I mean? I felt bad sending her back to the. Not room. every girlfriend is gonna be okay with that. Right. So wait, hold on. I'm sorry. So everyone wanted to go to the strip club or that one person? Everybody else wanted to go to the strip club. She was being the Debbie Downer. She was being the party. I wanted to go to the strip club. I wanted to see some ass and titties. She didn't want to go. She didn't want to go. She felt... So you ended up not going. So I ended up... I took the L. That's the same L that Mary Man's was there. That's the difference. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. She, She was presently there, right? Right, but she was. That's the difference. But, but if we all go out together alone and we go on a trip. True. You mean that's the okay? Let me, let me paint the scenario. I'm I mean, out. Time out. Yeah, because I need to hear the whole scenario. Chris, let me paint the scenario. Let me explain something. You guys go to Jamaica, right? And, and it's a seven guy trip. Okay. And you're the only one that's married. Right. That's it. Everybody else, this motherfucker just broke up with somebody. Okay. He's single. He's a businessman. He travels like crazy. They having a good fucking what time. They bring five Jamaican strippers. Yes. To the sh- to the hotel room where you guys are staying, and these bitches are clapping their ass. Which part of Jamaica? You're going More to, you're, you're going to <laughs> walk. You're gonna go walk on the beach and say, "Guys, I'm outing." No, I'm gonna. But sit you're married. There. What does being married have to do with being around strippers? Because if what if your wife at that time would have been you cheated on me, but she'd not be looking at other women's ass and titties. See, but that's not cheating. 
looking at ass and titties is not cheating. But uh, your wife putting might my frown penile, upon that. But your wife might frown upon okay. that. So at this point, you just don't tell her it happened. Say what? At this point, you just don't tell your wife it happened. No, I don't think that's the case. See, denial. I mean, not even denial. You don't I'm sorry. Correct with, me for that. Uh, wrong. Nothing denial. Not denial. But Lying. when you omission. keep your omission, that's what I'm. I wanted to say. Omission. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marley. Uh, omission. When you omit things from your significant other or wife, um, yes, that is considered cheating in my book. It's okay. a lie. It is. It is yeah, a lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omitting is lying. Omitting is lying. Omitting is lying. Yeah. Omitting is lying. Yeah. If you if you told me, yeah, yeah, me and Archie, we went out, but then I omitted that. Yeah, um, yeah, we went to strip club. That's come on, bro. Kind of like, but uh, should you be in a relationship? No, I'm gonna give you one better. Married to somebody, your that you girl says, I can't stand when Jessica's boyfriend goes to the strip club and he spends all her rent money and then she calls me crying. And you just came for the strip club and you didn't even mention the fact that you went that is omitting because it came up in top. It came I'm up in I'm telling you, I went with him and guess what, baby? I bought all the bread back and I picked up some of the money that he threw and I brought that with me too. <laughs> I brought it back. It's coming back. And then she's proud. But that's we, true. as guys, we have to look at ways to like, like strengthen our relationships. We got to look at those things that's going like hurt our relationships. And those are things that's definitely going to hurt our relationships. Yeah. If we definitely omit things, who is that guy or oh, who is this guy? But yo, definitely don't that guy. No, seriously, yo, Molly, those are going to hurt our relationship. We us omitting things is definitely going to question things, and then you got to lead yourself into. A spiral, but that's I agree hundred percent with the omission. But you shouldn't have to. Be, when you're with someone, you should be able to be the same person you are, and the same person that's that with them at the yes, same time. Exactly. Well, the, question, the original question was, the original comment was, let's be honest. Show me said is if you're in a relationship, if you're married, it's best to have married friends, mar- married couples as friends. And the example that came from that was all right. What happens if you keep a bunch of company that is single and you go away on a trip? Do you think you'll have the self-control to be on the west side of Jamaica when those <laughs> girls come through and you're going to go take a walk on the beach and come to stars? It's okay. You, it's, it's okay to have single friends if you're married. I'm not even going to lie. It's okay. I mean, I'm not speaking firsthand or anything. But I feel as though it's okay. Okay? You have to be true to thy own self. Like, understand Very that, yo, you strong. are with this significant other. And that's it. You said, I do. This you so don't stray it. from that. Don't stray from that. Yes, your single friends, they can do whatever the hell they want. Okay? If they want to, you know, just know. They can but do whatever they want. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say a female thing right now. When you're really happy with your man, you do not talk to your single friends about it. Because you don't want you don't because, because they, that you know, energy that oh, yeah, energy yeah, yeah, yeah. is negative the oh, energy yeah. that so you get is like, negative and they yes. might end up wanting your man exactly I, yes. I don't think that I don't think that's from males because right. when I am happy with my uh, fem- uh, with my significant other I'm gonna shout that from the rooftop I'm gonna let my guys know I'm gonna be like yo you know what I'm excited I'm happy yo my wife did this x and x and x I'm gonna be happy. But and just to clarify, when, when, when you say rooftop, you mean Instagram stories because that is the highest <laughs> threshold you've reached. That's what you mean because sometimes you give us terms and we don't know yeah. exactly what the level that you but mean. But those are big moves. You know what that's, what like, that's a huge move. <laughs> that's a huge big move. Moves. I swear to God, the first time I put mine up for the first time ever, 
I logged off of Facebook for two weeks because I just I wasn't ready for the for what was for the backlash. You say I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Let that let that rock. Let that rock. Sit there for a minute. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Let the dust settle. You know what I'm saying? On the side, just going back to that whole situation with. I don't think it's a problem if you're not doing anything that's disrespectful to your wife, your husband. Listen, whether it be strippers involved, I don't think a married woman should be going out on a on a double date to hold a girl, homegirl down. Oh, hell no. Oh, wow. No, that's also a suicidal move. That's it's a, right. a suicide mission. Right. That's a like, I don't mission. think a husband uh, or a man die. that's married, <laughs> I don't think a man that's married should be Slow. like, yo, I need you to do me this solid. Right. Yo, hold me down. You're right. I'm not with that. Hold me down. And I think that it's it's very mature of yourself to understand that we're all humans and we get tempted. So, therefore, don't put yourself in temptation's way. That's what I'm saying, though. Because at the end of the day, if some model-ass person walks into the bedroom and you high and drunk and, like, you a little backed up... Like it's, it's hard to say, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna sit here like a sick now, no, like you, know, you might fuck uh, up. To be quite honest with you, my I, I that's what insurance companies make their money. It's not that you drank the issue, it's that you actually had your car around when you drank and then the possibility of you getting into that car, that's how they make their money. The same thing with me. If you guys are going on a trip and y'all single, I'm not going on that trip. Because if we get drunk, we start talking shit. And, I'm not. I don't want that. Even even the insurance policy. And we don't have insurance. Even though we should come up with an insurance policy for that. And this is the insurance that he won't do anything. We'll send you pics of him walking on the beach. We tied him up. No, there's a web. Isn't there a website that helps people cheat and that it got leaked by anonymous? Absolutely. And that's what everybody's saying. Yo, I just don't. You know what? Be perfect. You know, we can all agree to disagree. I don't agree with that. I feel like if you guys are married, if I got respect for you, I'm not gonna put you in a situation. I'm not gonna let you. Fact. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Know what I'm saying? I hear that. I hear that. And, and I, I know vice versa. Like, you, like, yo, my, it's not worth right. losing what you would have Or, or like, if you're, and I'm not saying that it's okay, but sometimes your friends do make decisions that they probably should have not, right. but then you say, you know what? Don't jump out the gym all the way. Like, you kind of bring right. them back. Like, look, like, don't mess up your life. Right. You know, sex at this point for us is not a, I that's mean, at any point, it's not a sport. It's not a sport. So we're not gonna kill relationships Absolutely. over a momentary right. like yeah, pleasure. That's, that's nah, that's not gonna happen. That's like, not gonna happen. I, I have friends. Ladies, you know what that means, trips. ladies? That means that you know what that means? That means that man has already experimented. Don't be marrying dudes that are twenty. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. Don't like do this is the facts. Like this is the same thing I was saying last time. Young men are not ready because men have to go through this. They, they do. have to. They have to let that shit out. They, they gotta have be to, heartbroken. They, they gotta be vindictive. Yes. Yes. Go through all those emotions. Show them yeah. 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 No. That's preach, preach. And then you get yourself a good quality man. You want a man with a past because number one, he's better in bed. Number two, <laughs> he's gonna actually treat you like a princess because he knows what you're worth because right. he's been through so much trash and he so knows I'm what he's worth. Yes. And he knows what he's worth, so yes. he's able to give you the better him. Yes. And he's he's already been through so much trials and tribulations. You can't be with a man that has never been as heartbroken because that man is not going to know how to love you. Yeah, so it's like you have to have life experiences to really be with somebody. And that's why, I, in my opinion, don't get married at 20. Don't, you know what I'm saying, make permanent decisions with temporary people that you meet when you're young. Like yep. it's, You regret that shit so internet. much. Right, or on the, the internet. internet. <laughs> <laughs> chat rooms, better <laughs> Chat rooms. 
She was using AOL chat. Well, people do, and it happens. But I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deceive the but viewer about my opinion. opinion. That's one it's, man's it's opinion. That's my opinion. Like I feel like, and I, um, show me and I have had this conversation time and time again. Where do you meet? Where are where are people meeting each other? Says a whole lot about where they are in their lives. You there's ways that you can meet that you can connect with people in places where just the place where you're meeting them or the reason why you're there says so much more about who the person is than just if you meet them right. in in a very uh, a single level platform like the internet. One of the examples that I gave you before, like um, for example, we have a friend that she loves to dance and she's having difficulties, and she was having difficulties having a man because they at the beginning they were interested in each other and then all of a sudden their lives were so different. And I said, the thing is that you're meeting this man in a place like the bar. Why don't you go volunteer at a YMCA as a dance teacher? Right there in that place, he found somebody who was also a volunteer. Now, this was not a relationship that lasted a lifetime. But it was a relationship that she got to at least Practice. in a more productive area of meeting people with more boundaries. With, you know, that she was able to meet somebody based on interest, an interest much bigger than themselves. This volunteerism instead of... The, the the something like Tinder, uh, right? Because you, know, you already found something in common. That's what I'm saying. The thing, so, so someone of the same common interest right, as you. Right? So because Tinder, have what you have in common, you you both a little backed up, and no, you haven't Tinder found is, somebody and your in Tinder. Fire. <laughs> it's, it's straight superficial. It's just okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're saying. gorgeous. I think you're cute, and that's it. Yeah. And that's cool if you want to start like that. But beauty, people don't even have a profile. Like they just put pictures. I think I think Archie hit it on the head. Starting like that is okay. But what are you building from that? That's what I'm saying. Um, this uh, saying, um, some you know, people can fall in love uh, through the ears, right? Right. Women especially. Mm-hmm. Women specifically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you, when that can happen, that means nothing else matters besides who that person really is inside. Looks don't matter. Uh, career. I mean, career may play a part. Career doesn't matter. You know, it who the person is really matters. If you can fall, that's like a pen pal. The whole. You know, people do that stuff. That's why. That's why catfish still happens to this day. Right, but I, I, mean, I don't understand that's how that's that phenomenon. That, that's that's some people's that ignorance. That's people's ignorance. But that's because, because no, no, that way. just shows you that people are so vulnerable no, that they no. believe shit. Ignorance, man. No, yeah, I think I that's think it's ignorance also because people, people just believe shit. There's no way I'm gonna date somebody for three years and never meet up with them. No, but can I just say something? Let me tell you what happens to the mind. I think, and we've spoken about this. What happens to the mind when you meet somebody in a very limited platform? What happens is that you begin to develop the script in your mind based on what those words mean to you instead of what the words mean. That's a big difference when you meeting when you're in front of somebody and they tell you, "Oh yeah, I like to I like to do this," and you see them stare somewhere else. So they you're already feeling the vibe like maybe he's lying. This is not a consistent. Oh, I'm a gentleman, but he never opened the door to you to get in the car. Meanwhile, he tells you over the internet. The behavior's not matching the words. The behavior's not matching yeah. the words, but that's all you got when you're using the, the level, those level one platforms that you, what they're telling you, you got to take it at face value because you have nothing else to go. So what happens? Like we all do, the mind plays the script again, over and over again. Anything they tell you, you believe it. And by the time you know it, you already like this person, but it's not. But then you feel like the person deceived you, but in reality, you deceived yourself. You deceived yourself because, right. yeah, you created the script and you're right. right. Again, you should not be in a three-year relationship with somebody you've <laughs> never seen, never met, had sex with, kids. That's great. And with Instagram out here now, 
Come on, you can see who tagged them. You can see who tagged them, dog. You can see the pictures they Shout like. Shout out to everybody that goes to the tags first. You know no, what I'm word. saying? Yes. <laughs> word. Because, that's, because when you got them top five selfies on the tag, I mean, in your profile, when you check the tag and you see the views, the, yeah. the, the angles other the people rough, gave them. The rough picture. I've been killed a few times. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> At Archie's World. See me. <laughs> oh lord no but okay so t i think today was a very well-rounded topic i think that it was definitely important to hear the male voice because you know we love when the male voice is in the pod because it's such a female it's a lot to absorb it's a lot to a absorb. lot to absorb from here but a lot of little gems that happens in this conversation a lot of learning lessons and it's great to see a lot of growth like you could see you know, in this aspect, and you guys, a lot of opinions and a lot of things. It's good to see women to hear the men's perspective of, of different kind of growth that's happening. Absolutely. Life, so. I feel my biggest advantage is having them in my life. Like, it's been very difficult for me to accept bullshit when you already know where the bullshit comes from. So, <laughs> yes, therefore... Exactly. So, it's like I feel very advanced, like a close advantage to a bittersweet reality because then it's harder to fall in love but when you do it feels so good because yeah. it's like you feel like like i know this person's being honest you know what i'm saying like femi said you can't confuse the pee with the rain like don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining <laughs> oh yeah his love said that's yours. Yeah, you're right don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining don't do that don't right. do that you can't exactly exactly so for sure for sure and i i know i know that face <laughs> So I know for sure that it's it's been a learning experience for me and that's therefore I wanted to share with the pod that this is how I learned and I want you guys to learn too. And ultimately, um, none of us have the answers. All we have is our experiences to lead us to where we need to be. And with that being said, we want to say thank you so much for this amazing New York edition of the Messy Mondays podcast. And yes. Yes. And hopefully from state to state, we're going to continue being from coast to coast and keeping it popping. And also, we have to make sure to tell you guys to keep submitting them stories. And yes. um, Marley, tell them how to follow us and how to submit the stories. So if you want to submit a story, email us at MessyMondaysPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at MessyMondaysPodcast. Follow us on Twitter. I'm going to be on Twitter probably later tonight. Just talking bullshit, whatever else is happening in pop culture on there at MessyMondaysPod. And you can follow me on Instagram at love, L-U-V, Marley underscore. And you can follow show me. That's S-H-O-M-I underscore E-N-T. Make sure to follow me and on that snap too. You know you guys love watching me entertain y'all on Snapchat. <laughs> and ultimately, thank you. Every like, every repost, every retweet, every just go keep doing what you're doing. Yes. And it was thank a great you. episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for being friends of the thank pod. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> pod for one of these Messy Monday episodes. I just got to wait till the statute of limitations expires. <laughs> 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 yeah, Once that expires, we good. <laughs> yeah. We got stories for days, but there's certain things you don't break in the in the culture of friendship. So I'm going to keep my... <laughs> I have keep never, I have, yo, in fact, I've never recycled any personal fucking messy Monday stories from any of my close friends Welcome because there Welcome you go. Welcome us back. Now we can probably get a, a little bit more <laughs> We'll bring you guys back on like, like five more years. Thanks guys. Messy Mondays.